Hello everyone, and welcome to Perfect Numbers, a podcast brought to you by Think Academy UK. Subscribe at thinkacademy.uk to gain exclusive access to premium online math tuition enjoyed by over 4 million students worldwide. In this episode, we'll be talking about Leonardo Pisano or Fibonacci, as he's more commonly known. Fibonacci was an Italian mathematician who was born in Pisa around 800 years ago and is regarded as one of the most influential mathematicians of all time. We'll be talking about two of Fibonacci's contributions to mathematics today. Firstly, why he was so important in popularizing the number system that we use today. Then, we'll talk about the Fibonacci sequence. But first, let's talk about number systems. If you have listened to episode 2 of Perfect Numbers about zero, then you'll already know that humans haven't always used the same numbers as we use today. In fact, in Europe, Up until around 500 years ago, Roman numerals were still the most common way to write numbers and had been for nearly 2,000 years. However, in other parts of the world, different number systems had developed and were being used independently of one another. We probably wouldn't recognise or be able to understand the number systems nowadays because one system has emerged as the most commonly used and is recognised all over the world. That system is known as the Hindu-Arabic number system. It's called the Hindu-Arabic number system because the symbols that we recognise as 1, 2, 3, 4 and so on originated in India sometime around 1,800 years ago and spread throughout the Arabic world in subsequent centuries. At this point, you might be thinking, what does this have to do with Fibonacci? Well, as we mentioned earlier, Fibonacci is largely responsible for popularising the use of this new set of numerals in Europe. In 1202, over 800 years ago, he wrote a famous maths book called Liber Abaci which means the book of calculation. In the book, Fibonacci demonstrated the practicality and usefulness of Hindu-Arabic numerals compared to Roman numerals, particularly for bankers and merchants. You see, Fibonacci's father was a merchant who worked a lot in northern Africa, where he met lots of other merchants and traders. These were people who bought and sold goods, like jewellery, clothes and spices. This is how Fibonacci first learnt of the different numeral system and quickly realised the advantages of it. For example, writing the number 348, as we know, is simple, but in Roman numerals, 348 is written as CCCXLVIII. 
very complicated indeed. And so, thanks to his book, Fibonacci managed to convince many others in Europe at the time of the benefits to this new number system. However, at the time, the Catholic Church was very influential and powerful, and it opposed this new system because it came from a non-Christian society. As a result, it actually took over 200 years after Fibonacci's work for the Hindu-Arabic numeral system to enter common use in Europe in the 1400s. So, I promised you earlier that we would talk about the Fibonacci sequence. What exactly is it? As the name suggests, the Fibonacci sequence is a sequence of numbers. If you don't quite remember, a sequence is a series of numbers that follow a set pattern. For example, the sequence 2, 4, 8, 16, 32 follows the pattern of multiplying the previous number by 2. The first 10 numbers of the Fibonacci sequence are 1, 1, 2, 3, 5, 8, 13, 21, 34, 55. Can you spot a pattern? Don't worry if you can't, it's not very obvious. The next number in the Fibonacci sequence is the sum of the two preceding numbers. So, 1 plus 1 equals 2. 2 plus 1 equals 3. 3 plus 2 equals 5. 5 plus 3 equals 8. 8 plus 5 equals 13, and so on. So, if the ninth and the tenth numbers in the sequence are 34 and 55, can you work out what the eleventh number is? The eleventh number will be the sum of 34 and 55, which is 89. Well done if you got it. If you didn't, that's okay. You can learn more about sequences and patterns in Think Academy's online courses. Although the sequence is named after Fibonacci, knowledge of it existed as early as 200 BC with the ancient Indian mathematician known as Pingala. Fibonacci was responsible for introducing the sequence to modern Western mathematics, which is why it bears his name today. At this point, you might be thinking, so what's so remarkable about the Fibonacci sequence? After all, there are lots of different number sequences out there. Well, the special thing about the Fibonacci sequence is that we can see it all around us in nature. What do I mean by that? Take plants, for example. Pretty much all flowers that you will see have three, five, eight, thirteen, or some other Fibonacci number as their amount of petals. Similarly, rows of seeds in pine cones or sunflowers will always add up to Fibonacci numbers. 
So why do plants grow this way? Well, it's because it's the most efficient way to pack as many seeds into as small a space as possible, or have the perfect amount of petals to attract bees without wasting energy. But that's not all. If you divide any two successive Fibonacci numbers, such as 89 divided by 55, your answer will be very close to 1.618. This is a very special number and is sometimes known as the golden ratio. Knowledge of the golden ratio can be traced as far back as ancient Greece, where it was simply known as phi. The ancient Greeks thought that this number was the key to beauty, and in fact, many sculptures were crafted using this ratio. Lots of people today still believe that this number is special and claim that it fits with many of the world's most famous pieces of art, such as Leonardo da Vinci's Mona Lisa or Vincent van Gogh's Starry Night. This perhaps partly explains why they are so popular, because the shapes in the paintings fit the golden ratio, humans naturally find them beautiful. However, not everyone agrees with this. Either way, the idea of the golden ratio has fascinated artists, mathematicians and scientists for millennia. So, isn't it incredible that such a simple number sequence like this can be observed all around us in nature? The Fibonacci sequence provides yet more proof that maths is not just numbers, it's everywhere around us and hopefully this episode of Perfect Numbers has helped to illustrate that for you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Perfect Numbers. If you'd like to hear more about the incredible history of maths, subscribe to Perfect Numbers on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Think Academy offers premium online math tuition that is specifically designed and delivered to help students achieve better results in Key Stage 1, Key Stage 2, SATs, and the 11 Plus. To learn more about Think Academy's innovative edtech solutions, visit our website at thinkacademy.uk or follow us on social media at thinkacademyuk. See you next time.